This is the Transformation Bros Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jason and Nathan. Hey guys, welcome to episode 18 of the show. Here with my brother, Jason. Great oh, to have you here. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you've had a fantastic weekend. We missed you. Maybe yep. you missed us. Yeah. Just tell us you did. <laughs> Just tell Just us so, so we, we know. Yeah. It makes us feel better. It does. Um, episode 18. That's almost like in the 20s. I know. Are we going to do this every time until we're up to Yeah, like we're going to be like, oh my God, 19. Oh my God, yeah. 27. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of fanning our I do see, like, I see some of the big podcasts that have been around for like 10 years and they're on episode number 1,230. It's wow. like, wow, that must be cool. Yeah, it's a long how number do you remember, to remember. <laughs> how do you remember what you spoke about on episode 613? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, eh? I don't remember what we spoke about on episode number 14. So neither. if that makes it any easier. It was four ago. Yeah. So this is a continuation of the last podcast because we really got in it. It was a bit of a longer one. Yeah. And it's a topic that's close to our hearts because um, we really want to have people's lives and relationships really work. We want them to feel really fulfilled, happy, yeah, we want that for excited about too. lives. Yeah, we want it for ourselves. So these topics are stuff that's really, really important to us yeah and talking about it is um ingrains it and yeah for I sure really yeah it helps me a lot actually yeah it helps me too to, to try and articulate it teach it so this is part two yeah of from part one obviously. we sort of we we uh, it came from a question from robin but we i don't even know if we really answered the question yeah we tend to go down a rabbit hole sometimes don't we yeah yeah thanks rabbit. for waiting robin i hope you're still around <laughs> just hanging on every yeah. word sorry to do this to you yeah poor, poor robin's relationship is just on hold yeah waiting for this question to be answered yeah i can't do anything right now i'm waiting for the next episode <laughs> yeah. damn it they said they were going to answer it they didn't yeah maybe in episode 18 yeah and i actually listened to the whole episode just waiting <laughs> i don't actually normally do that no, we love you, Robin, and thanks for your we question. Do. We love questions. So the question was a conversation that is coming up a lot in my in my circle, in Robin's circle, right now is around self-abandonment. How do we hold our boundaries? How do we choose ourselves even when that means disappointing our most important relationships? How do we lead ourselves first and foremost when it feels really uncomfortable? Mm. Yeah. Such a good question. Can anyone else question. relate to that out there? The- yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever have had that feeling where to honour yourself would mean to disappoint people close to you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is such a big one, and I love. She mentioned the word boundaries, and boundaries is something that I've really been exploring, um, using, enjoying, and yeah, I think it would be safe to say that most people, when you start talking about boundaries, don't have any. Yeah, that's right. That was a big one for me seven years ago when I learned I had no boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, same. For me, like a boundary would be um, I give a lot of my time, I think, to people for uh, coaching and support. And, you know, so, and I I like doing that. And for being really honest, like there's a form of worthiness or like value, you know, I I feel worthy when I'm doing that. and so it's easy for me just to like try and always be there for everyone. Yeah, always be available. Always be available. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so having a boundary is when someone says, hey, have you got a minute to talk? I've just got something I need help with. Actually saying, uh, no, yeah. I, I can't talk right now. Yep. Or I can talk tomorrow or later. Yeah, or... that's right. Yeah. Because 
no is a complete sentence. Yeah, I love that. So we often feel like we have to go, no, I can't because da 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 da. Yeah. It's like, it's just a no. Yeah. If, because especially when it's stuff like Robin made the point about disappointing the people closest to you. If someone says, hey, do you want to um, go out for a drink on Friday night? Do you want to come to my party here? And we talked about intuition. If it's just a no in your body, it's a no. Yeah. Whereas we often go, oh, that'd be so good, babe. Like, I'd be really, really keen to do that. But, um, oh, you know, it's funny. It's like Charlie's third birthday the week before that. And, you know, I've got a lot of things to think about. And so, yeah, I probably won't be able to make it. I'll try to make it. Um, yeah. I think I will, you know, try to make it. But actually, it's a no. You did that really well. Thank you. Yeah. And it's the, uh, like the other I, one. That's how I am. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You've got to practice at <laughs> that. But the other one, too, remember, is um, saying yes and then just not showing up. Yeah boy oh ouch gross yeah yeah no that we've one. all done that sorry about that um but, but that it comes from nice guy yeah or good girl yeah you know we're going back to robin because we definitely want to answer yeah, this question. Answer robin's question yeah and here's a good um here's a good one stop doing that you're making me laugh <laughs> um with so robin's asked how do you remain true to yourself um I can't even remember the question now. Yeah, well, she's just saying, how do you not lose yourself? Yes. Um, so, because we we do want to, we want to be a good friend. We want to be a great partner. But how do we not lose ourselves when we're trying to please everybody? Honour ourselves. Honour ourselves. That's right. And what we want to create in the world. So, in relationship, right, if, um, if, if the polarity's not right, if he's not leading and She's not following. <clears throat> if we can use those terms for masculine and feminine. Yep. Being led. Being led. And so, this can be he, he or she, she as well. That's right. Absolutely. Once you figure out which relationship you're in and yep. how you want it to go. Because it doesn't, matter, can, it doesn't matter man, woman, man, man. None of that matters. It's understanding the, the polarity. That's Someone right. has to be leading. Someone has to be following to create polarity. That's what polarity is. Yes. And it's so important. Like, look, news flash. If you've been in crappy relationships like I have that haven't worked out, sorry to all my past relationships, but it's, that's not actually true. Some of them have been amazing until they yes, weren't. there's been great right? moments. There's yeah. been great moments until they're not. But ultimately, they've failed because the polarity hasn't been right. Yes. So newsflash, the polarity needs to be right. Now, if polarity is a dirty word or you know you don't want to submit or you don't like being led and all that sort of stuff, that's your shit. And that's what's stopping, that's what's in the way of being in a fantastic relationship, which I've um, started calling the endless honeymoon. That, you know, everyone knows the honeymoon period. Well, that's when polarity exists. And when that when that polarity wanes or when it goes the opposite way, the honeymoon's over. Now, sorry, now, <laughs> now we're out in no man's land. And I love that it's this phrase of no man's land. Because he can't lead, he's trying to lead, he tried to lead, he actually didn't lead well enough. Got his enough. head bitten off as Got well. Got his head bitten off. Um, if, the, if she wants to get, or the other partner wants to get stuff done, then she's got to do it herself. And so now you get into this no man's land where actually neither people are happy. And that's the other thing I want to point out about polarity is that when polarity is in place, it's for both parties. We have been burned with domineering, controlling, manipulative behaviour but that's not what it is. When polarity exists, he is devoting. He you can a man can only do this when he loves his woman, or like you say, any relationship. When we're one just going to use man and woman, but yeah. we're meaning it's because it's easier. You, you know, yeah. it's a meaning masculine, feminine. 
Yeah. But when Jason says man, woman, you know, you, uh, we trust that you can figure out who that is. That's a great in your relationship. You. Yeah. So when he is, um, I lost my train of thought. But Sorry. No, you did well. Thank you. So when that polarity exists, he can only lead properly with devotion because he absolutely loves her. And when he, when she feels that, then she can start to let go. She can start to feel safe. He's going to stuff it up. And then he's she will. She, she needs to trust that he's got her best interests at heart. Exactly. Exactly. And come on, that's how the relationship starts, right? We're in love. We're in that honeymoon period. Well, I hope it is. Yeah. But we're still, I think there's still a lot of just trying to get our own needs met. That's yeah. the part we have to sort of start to let go. Oh, that's you know? good. Yeah. yeah, because the and this this comes back to nice guy syndrome, or, or you know good girl syndrome. The uncomfortable truth is, a nice guy is not that nice. Yeah, a good girl is not that good. They're trying to tell you that they're doing that because they don't want to hurt anyone. It's bullshit. Yeah, what they mean is, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I, I don't, don't want to. Get hurt. I don't want to feel any discomfort. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to get hurt. I don't want there to be any waves anywhere in my life. And I want to get my needs met. That's the next part. I still have to get my needs met. Yeah. Yeah. I still have to get my needs met. I still have to find a way to have sex. I still have to find a way to get love. I still have to find a way to feel some form of intimacy. And worthy. So I come up with all these ridiculous strategies underneath me pretending that I'm this nice, friendly guy. Yeah. Or this perfect little girl that never does anything wrong. Yeah. And so I've got to come so up with hard. all these silly little strategies to get those needs met. Yeah. And I'm a recovering nice guy. I totally understand it. And I, Same. the way I worded it when I first realized that that's what I was, is it's like going up to someone on a park bench and they've got an ice cream and you walk up and you go, oh man, it's a really nice cardigan you've got on. Oh, I love your hair today, you know? And you make, you're kind of giving compliments. All you really want is the ice, is a bite of the ice cream. So you give all these compliments, you warm them up, you make them feel good. And then you go, oh, I haven't had an ice cream in ages. You know, your ice cream looks so good. You, you're manipulating. You're trying to maneuver your way to get that ice cream. Yeah, it's perfect. So you've yeah. got this whole straight. You don't give a fuck about the other person. No. You don't even care about being nice. You're all over here. You're all over you trying to get your needs met. And you yeah. know, the way that I've learned to get my needs met is I have to be really nice. I have to compliment a person. Yeah. I have to start hinting about what I need. Yep. The opposite of being a nice guy is walking up and going, hey, that ice cream looks really good. Could I have a bite of it? Perfect. Because in the first example, you also make it extremely hard for them to say no. Yeah. Ugh. It's extremely, you're making it hard. Yeah. Where when the clarity, when you go up and say, can I have some, they can actually just say no and it's a done deal. They can also say, oh, that's really rude to come and ask someone. Yeah. It, it's going to be, it might be uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is what the nice guy and the good girl hates. The avoiding. They hate discomfort yeah. or awkwardness or being seen as arrogant or needy or yeah. they, they want to be seen as this flawless, perfect, it's good subversive. little girl. Yeah. Yeah. So just going up and being direct doesn't mean you're going to get that need met, but at least you're going to be honest about that need. Now we're in an honest, authentic conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Relationship. Yeah. And you're giving them the opportunity to say yes or no, which is really, really important because when we're not getting our needs met, we're often blaming the other person for their uh, not being clear or not coming up with the right thing. But we've framed it in a way that makes it awkward awkward for them to manoeuvre to do that yeah well that's why it's manipulation yeah because it works oh it works yeah but it doesn't there's no longevity in it that's what we need to understand there's not uh 
I worked oh, when we were kids too, probably. Yeah, so this is a, it's worth noting as I think it's always interesting to find the genesis of these kind of mm. things. The behavior comes from the fact that when we were kids, we're a hundred percent dependent on our parents for survival. Yeah. We can't feed ourselves, we can't change our own nappies. Yeah. We can't so we we're very rare. We're one of the only animals that yep. depends on the, the adult for survival. So we're super sensitive to abandonment because abandonment means death. Yeah. The second thing is we don't have the ability to understand that people do things for different reasons. When we're a kid, we just think it's all about us. We can't figure out that there are other people that have other things going on and that mum's busy and dad's dealing with this. So we've got this potent combination now of like I'm super sensitive to abandonment and I think everything in the world is about me. Yeah. So now the moment that we get abandoned – or we, we just feel abandoned. Yep. Maybe mum doesn't come when you uh, are crying. Or leaves you sitting in the car or something. Or That's right. You get lost to the mall. I mean, there'd be a thousand different examples. Because we make that about ourselves, mm. that abandonment feeling, we go, she left because I wasn't good enough. Yeah. She's not coming back because I, there's something wrong yeah. with me. Yeah. So that or, is, or our parents broke up and it makes mean something about totally. us. Totally. Man. And that feeling makes us it's so incredibly painful and uncomfortable mm. Mm. and that and this is all happening before we this is before we can before, before our memories we yeah. can't even remember this stuff happening yeah. this is happening when we're two three four years old yeah um we decide that we can never feel that discomfort again mm-hmm. and we can't ever let because what happened is i did something wrong and mum left yeah i did something wrong and dad abandoned me yeah <laughs> now I'm handing the microphone. Um, and so we decide the only way to get through life without having this incredibly painful feeling of abandonment mm. is to make sure everybody likes us, never rock the boat, never create any ripples, make Control. sure you and, and feel into everybody, feel like what they're feeling, make yeah. sure they're comfortable. Are they, do they like me? Do they not like me? Did I do something wrong? What's going on? Yeah. So we create this whole persona wow. trying to make everyone like us. Yeah. And controlling and manipulating to keep it, to not That's let the strategies, it go. It's the strategies. freaking white knuckle too, without even realizing you're white knuckling. Yeah, just yeah. holding on. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Really good point. Jason and Nathan. So coming back to Robin's question. <laughs> yeah, well, really good at answering questions. It is, all, but it's all so related it is, because yeah. it's like you can't talk about you can't talk about how to honor your feminine or your masculine core mm. in a relationship before you understand why you're not being masculine or feminine. And that's when we look at nice guy, good girl behavior, this yep. abandonment we've just talked about. And then, so now it's like, okay, we want to honor our feminine in a relationship. I want to be the feminine. I want to allow myself to surrender, to be led, um, to be loved, to communicate in my feelings and emotions, to, to communicate in problems, to not try and lead outcomes. I'm trying to get into that. But there might be some hangover of nice guy, good girl behavior underlying that. So that means I'm going to start trying to manipulate my partner to get what I want. I'm going to try to secretly try to lead yeah. my partner to get what I want. Yeah. So we have to understand all of that dynamic to know, okay, now I need to figure out a way to get my needs met in a way that's really clear. Clean. Clean, clear, mm. not manipulative, not controlling, not a backdoor um, well, that's right. And here's the bad news, ladies, is that a man's instinct can actually feel the manipulation and the leading. This, uh, this is what I've learned. The instinct. They might not know it yeah. logically, yeah. but they f- it doesn't feel good. 
Absolutely. Look, I've um, had partners in the past crying and like we've, there's been upset and there's been something going on and I've felt like um, I'm a sociopath because I actually can't, I'm like, I don't know what you're doing over there, but it doesn't feel good. It's not right. It's, it's yeah. not right. And I've wondered about that for years and it's not until this work that I've been doing recently and I'm like, oh, that's my instinct. That crying and that um, was manipulation and that was leading and so my instinct's not having a bar of it. Because that must be a classic about like crying to get your way when you're a kid. Absolutely. We just, we're just big kids, all yeah. of us. So you can't fall, this, you're not going to be able to do it. And if a man's distant, if he's not, um, like if his instinct is triggered and he's got, like he's, he he feels that pressure, he knows, he doesn't actually know logically that he's being led and that he's being manipulated. Yes. But if but his instinct's keeping him distant and so he can't actually get close. It's, you're, you're repelling him. Is that a good rule of thumb for the masculine? Do you think that like if they're feeling, if it's not feeling right, if something's feeling off, it's probably because they've dropped out of leadership Yeah, or they're a, being it's, led? Oh, it's such a big topic that I haven't... F- Really, I, th- I I think so, yeah. absolutely. But how you mitigate that without n- understanding that you've got to start leading, that you've actually got to start making choices, you've got to start making decisions, you've got to start doing things for the greater good of the relationship. And that's I've, I've experienced that as difficult. Jeez, I've got to think of somewhere to go for dinner. Bloody hell. And then I'll be like, Think, 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 think. It's so easy. It's yeah. so much easier to delegate that. Yeah, just delegate, but it's too important it's got to be done i'm like why can i not even think of a different type of food Mm. (laughs) you know now in this moment i can think of indian chinese you know steak i can think (laughs) can you stop rattling off foreign nationalities please (laughs) but but in the mexican (laughs) sushi damn it did i just do something wrong no you did um but in that moment when uh, a partner will ask me, where, where do you want to go for dinner? Nothing. Nada. Blank. Crickets. Why? Tumbleweeds. Why do you think? Yeah, it's a very good question. Do you think that is a bit of the nice guy coming in? Because, oh, like, I, I think for a lot of nice guys, leading is scary. Yeah, it's the opposite of it's, nice guy. It That's is right. the opposite yeah. because you're going, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Even I felt that right. It's scary, like, right? So yeah. you might feel that. Don't speak scary. to me that way. But this is the this is the incredible irony. And when you start practicing this stuff, you'll you'll see at that you're scared that if you're too direct, yeah, and you just lead, that she's going to get angry and leave you, yeah, abandon you, just yeah. like you know the wound we're talking about. Whereas the opposite starts to happen. Yeah, and I've experienced this where you give a woman clarity when you lead in that way, and they're like, ooh. Yeah, oh, I quite oh, this like feels that. good. This feels good. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely experienced that. But then, yeah, that sh- I think it's shadow that gets you when you're going to cross over from it's practice. It's well, it, practice. It, I think it's you can't underestimate that abandonment wound. Mm. So the shadow mm. doesn't want you to be abandoned. Mm. It's protecting you. Mm. So it's coming in, and when you're going to go there and lean into your leadership mm. and, and practice being in the masculine, the shadow's like, oh, that's scary. That might lead us to get abandonment. Remember mm. when you were too much for that person and they mm. left you as a kid? That's so clever. Yeah, well done. That's so good. Because a lot of us have had that experience of being too much, being yeah. told off at school or our parents constantly going, like, you're just too much to handle. Just tone you down. Yeah. You're too much. And so that can end up being one of the 
strategies or systems is just like keeping us all back into the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So back to Robin's question, yeah. how does you how does she honor herself? And I would like to say, Robin, in this example is to uh, express your feelings, your vulnerable feelings, and this could be in permissive language of asking a question, can I share something with you? Uh, because I do think that women do find, or can find it hard to express actually how they're feeling because from the woman I've talked to, it's like they're giving something away that they're not going to give back. Right. You know, if I tell them this, it's exactly how I feel, they're going to either hold it against me or they're going to leave or Which they're not going to like sometimes. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're not in a safe. Yeah. If you're in that sort of like tit-for-tat type of relationship. Yeah, that's right. And that's where sharing, when a woman shares her vulnerable feelings, actually where she is, and it's best done in the moment. It's very hard to connect. You go up into your head if it's afterwards, because you can always bring it up afterwards and say, hey, can I share something with you? When we talked about that the other day, like I felt really sad, like I felt my heart drop. I was talking to a woman this morning and she was saying, um, when he said that, my heart dropped, but it took like 20 minutes to get her back into that feeling. She was very was logical. analyzing it. Yeah, analyzing it, logicizing it. Is that a word? Yeah, it is now. Um, it is now. And um, so doing it in the moment, and that will take practice. It's the same as leading for a man. It's going to take practice. He's going to. He's not. He's not always going to do it well. We're the the other thing up. to be responsible for is that <laughs> you might be feeling really angry or frustrated or sad. Yeah. But you'll pick some random thing that's happening and blame that yeah so i heard one the other day which was like um uh i won't i won't give the specific because that's a bit unfair but it was basically like she was walking around the house in a big huff and he said oh what's going on like what are you feeling and she's like oh you threw this thing out you know i wanted Mm. to keep it and you threw Mm. it out Mm. and so it's important to learn both as the feminine and the masculine, that it's very rarely about the thing that got thrown out. Yeah. So you could go, oh, I could just, I'll just go to the bin and get it out, and I'll find it's not. But it's not about the presenting problem usually. So the secret there is actually go, what are you feeling? What, what are you? Actually, you look really frustrated. Are you feeling really frustrated? Speaking yeah. to that, and actually get her to drop down a couple of levels. And actually discover what she's feeling, and it might be that she's really hurt by a meeting that she had an hour ago and she hasn't let it go yeah so another nice guy trait where you fall out of leading and into nice guys where you try to deal with the presenting problem yeah rather than the feeling and the emotion and getting her to actually tune in and check in with what's going on yeah that's right that doesn't solving the surface problem because then that's going to make you frustrated because you go, oh, I went and got the thing out of the bin and I've cleaned it up and I'll, eat, I'll buy you 20 of those things. Yeah. And then she's still angry because yeah, it had nothing to do with that thing. Yeah. And so she's that leads to a lot of resentment the way, for yeah. the masculine. Yeah, that's right. And she's probably upset about the way you spoke to her last night or something. And you, maybe you did make a mistake. That's right. So I think it's it, that's a real big one to start recognizing that. Yeah, so for the man, it's um, when, a, when a woman is, once again, we're using men, woman in this yep. example but it can be anything um or anyone with with when when you're wanting to get into a woman's feelings you want to ask leading questions like you like you said just then like you know, i can see you're upset about something and with a woman when she's expressing her vulnerable feelings she can't use ed words like i feel um unappreciated i feel um 
taken for granted. Why not? Because they blame. They blame words. And they are going to whack on the instinct and just shut the man down. Right. Because no man wants to be blamed. Who knew? Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's actually really disrespectful because – and that's the situation I always found myself in was, you did this, I did that, you did this, I'm, you know. You did that. You, yeah. But, so the blame game, no good. No. Ne- never going to work. As we already know, that doesn't actually lead to anything, mm. just a more huffiness and separation, disconnection. So when a woman is expressing her vulnerable feelings, um, not using ED words or actually having any blame attached to it, just how you feel. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really like that I because really that's like that. how she will actually inspire the masculine or the man to um, ask more questions. Like, because you know, if I said to you, "Oh, you're feeling, are you okay? You don't," and you, I'm you feeling s- really um, frustrated at you. Yeah, what are you? What are you frustrated about? Um, you threw that thing in the bin that I said not to throw out. Look, I can tell you're really blaming me and it doesn't feel good over here. What are, all I'm really interested in is how do you feel? How do you feel underneath that frustration? What's going on? Uh, disrespected. Oh, geez, you're good. Um, okay, I'm not disrespecting you. What I, what I want to know is your feelings, how you actually feel. Being disrespected is I not feel a, sad. Yeah, disrespected is not a feeling. Yeah. So you feel sad. Game, yeah. Yeah. What are you sad about? Um, it just doesn't feel like we've really connected much lately. Yeah, that's right. I can hear that. I can hear that you're really sad because we haven't actually spent enough time together. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thanks so what for I'm, saying that. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is we're going to, you know, Friday we're going to go out. We're going to have a great night. We're going to. I'm going to order dinner, and then we're going to take you away during the day, and we're going to have a great time. And then. And that blah, feels blah, blah. so good. Right. That feels so good. Yeah. But I could have stayed, if I if we hadn't have found a way there to get out of the, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, Yeah, we would have farted around in that area. Yeah. Getting, and you would have get annoyed and I'd be annoyed. But it's like, I also, as the feminine, I have to be responsible for finding the feeling and dropping yes. in, not staying up in the, yeah, frustrated. Well, disrespected is not a feeling. That's the key. Mm. Yeah. And a man won't know that. So this is this is like taking me a lot of practice and in, in, in my feminine energy because I don't know what I'm feeling a yeah. lot of the time, and I do feel angry and I do feel disrespected. You know, that is what's there. Yeah, that's what's in right in my face. Yeah. in that moment, but they are. I'm actually doing this around my head because they are head in things. Head, yeah, yeah. But dropping into the feeling, like it'll be like, oh. I feel like betrayal or I feel um, insignificant. Yeah. Or insignificant. Sad or like, yeah, useless or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you can hear, I don't know, can you hear that woman may not want to give that? That's not that there for really, me, but right, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty vulnerable in relationship. Yeah. Can be. Right. Yeah. I can see how if you were in the blame game relationship, you would. Yeah, how that might be used against you. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to give any ammo. Yeah, that's right. That's traditional. Like right. Who goes first. Yeah, and back to Robin. But it felt like, good about you when you said, like, the, the the trifecta there was asking the question, then getting me in the feelings, and then once you knew what was wrong, yeah, coming up with a solution to yeah. lead out of it. 
yeah. to lead us out of that thing. So that's powerful. Yeah. That last part. Well, because you inspired me. I don't want you sad. I don't think right. any partner wants their partner sad. Right. And so when I once I got to that, I was like, whoa, you know, I'm gonna, fi- I'm definitely gonna fix that. Because yeah. remember, we got the clarity and we are problem uh, solution focused. Yeah. And it's like back to Robin with her question: How does she honor herself? You can do it through your feelings. You can say yes. that you, I'm feeling this and I'm feeling that rather than trying to manipulate it or try to get your needs met in different ways. That's the answer there, is that. How do you really feel, Robin? Yeah. Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel sad? Do you feel insignificant? Do you feel like you can't get anything right? You know, Whatever the feelings are, when you start communicating that to your man, it will trigger his instinct, so long as it's not laced with blame and outcome. Here's another caveat. We can't. The feminine cannot be trying to get an outcome by sharing these feelings. And that takes some practice yep. as well, but it's well worth practicing because actually we can just share our vulnerable feelings without trying to get an outcome. It's what's so. It's mm. just this is how I feel. And then um, that will inspire the man. Yeah, I got this, um, you know, I was feeling a bit sad before and about a situation that was going on. This guy that I'm dating, I messaged him and said, oh, I'm feeling really sad, struggling with this today. And he was like, oh, you know, you need to do this and you need to try that and you need to try that. And when I was like feeling into that, I was like, oh, I don't really need a solution. Mm. I actually need some love and some sympathy. And I just asked for it. I was just like, oh, I actually feel like um, I just need some love and sympathy, not mm. any answers here. And he sent me this beautiful message just acknowledging me. and You know, it was so nice. But the big shift there for me is actually – noticing what I needed and then asking for it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Because the nice guy in me doesn't want to ask or doesn't want to look needy or, you know, we have all these rules about what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do when actually feeling into what you need Mm. and just communicating (laughs) it. Yeah, it goes back on to last episode about intuition. Exactly. And actually trusting that and listening rather than analyzing things. But I think that's what you're saying with Robin as well, is like to really feel into what is going on for you. Mm. What is going on? Um, Because I don't think it should ever feel like you're having to be someone for somebody else while losing yourself. That's right. You can have it all. Yeah. You can absolutely have it all, so long as in the relationship, if the polarity's right, you're honouring yourself, you can do what you want, you can get out there and create and do all of that sort of stuff, be honest, responsible with your vulnerable feelings, and then it will inspire your man to lead. And um, look, that's going to be a practice, right? This is actually pretty new. David Dieter, um, Dr. Robert Glover, all the things we've read, Gay Hendricks, this stuff's been around for a long time, but now, only now is it starting to get put into a way that we can use it and go, wow. I was reading the Tao Te Ching. I think I sent you the quote, but yes. it's talking about masculine and feminine energy, and that is a 2,500-year-old document. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Talking about the balance of masculine and feminine energy in nature and, you know, yeah. And that's why it's instinct-based because this is this what we're talking about here is biological. 
And look at them. It is a mess out there. I'm sorry if that upsets you folks, but it's a freaking mess out there. We've got divorce. We've got solo mothers bringing up children. Yeah, we've domestic got, violence. We've got so much shit going on, and it's because we're kind of not honouring our biology and getting this shit right. We've got lost. We've been lost. Well, it's time to come back. We're trying to be nice. And yeah, we're trying, trying to, to be nice. Not rock the boat, and ultimately yeah. that's completely failing. Yep. Yep. So it is time to come back to this and actually... I, like, I freaking love this work, Same. this polarity work, because it feels good. Mm. I can feel it. I can feel my instincts. I've been leading in all areas of my life since I've learned this. Yeah. My business. It's I'm leading better in my business. I'm leading my children better. Um, the other thing is I'm noticing I'm asking more people how they feel. Mm. Like I'm actually giving a shit. That's a gift, a masculine gift. It's a masculine gift. Like. How do you feel? How are you feeling about that? And actually allowing people to express their feelings, and that takes some work as well. And the more I lead, the more I can ask leading questions and actually help them to get to the bottom of that. So, But the good news is it can be done from a masculine man leading um, with polarity and leading his woman when devotion, always devotion. But the good news is it can be done from the feminine or the female um, being responsible with their vulnerable feelings and actually communicating, not hiding, not coveting, not manipulating, not trying to get their needs met, but actually you can actually just start communicating in a vulnerable way with how you actually feel. And that will, not maybe not straight away, but eventually if you keep doing it, it will inspire your man. He'll actually, oh my God, he is going to love you. He is going to feel you. He's going to feel your heart and he's going to want to do nothing but serve you in those moments when you're being authentic with your freaking heart. He's going to feel great. He's going to feel respected. Shit's going to happen, man. Boom. Boom. The opposite is um, not wanting to have that conversation, not wanting to be vulnerable and then just going and leading. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keep getting the results that people are getting. But it's time for the world to change. I think my invitation would be, because uh, you might be feeling a lot of resistance to a yeah. lot of stuff we've talked about. You might yeah. hate this. You might hate us. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but try it. That would be my invitation, is lean into the discomfort. Yeah. You know, because you might be going against all the social conditioning about feminism and, you know, equality and having to be... I don't know. I don't know. Lots of lots of stuff that this might fly in the face of in your mind. Yeah. But totally. try it. Try it for a month and see if it feels good. Yeah, give it a whirl. Join our Facebook group and ask questions. Let us know how you're going. Reach out to one of us. Great idea. Yeah. So thanks, Robin. Uh there was a two podcast answer yeah. <laughs> to your question. <laughs> Hope it helped. Robin's next question will be <laughs> yeah. a simpler one. Maybe. Well it may be a four episode answer for your next one guys thank you uh for listening as always yeah we love being on the journey you. with you yep don't forget to jump in the group ask questions contribute comment send us a like let us know that you love the show and we'll be back on friday yeah, for episode guys. number 19 can't wait to see you that was the transformation bros with jason and nathan 